Welcome along to the Wise Men's Here podcast. We do hope people are still listening because we were, we were just talking, <laughs> but we always talk, don't we, about how many uh, listeners we get. And generally, when Sun and Don do doing we? well, or we always talk about well, how do, many listeners we get. Not when we're doing well in comparison to when we're not doing well, which is generally well, well don't do very very well, do we? Because you know, Louise yeah. from Sun and Don was mentioning about I don't know if you were there when she mentioned the figures after the derby and said they were really really high, possibly the highest the you know, the lights ever had. So I'm just thinking after the after the performance of the weekend, we'll be lucky if anybody uh, <laughs> tunes in. But uh, we're going to try the a periscope thing later as well, which I know very little about. So excuse my ignorance, but we'll give you. We only uh, have had a taste. Well, of they that. don't. There's don't no point. Yeah, there's, I know. There's, there's no yeah. point. There's no telling point people now because they're listening back. I do understand back. that. But I'm learning as I go on. But learning about just, reality. Well, you need to let our listeners know that we're going to do it though, so they think like, what the hell are they doing? Just see later on, we'll be. Having some periscope stuff. Well, that's kind of what on. I said, to be honest. Didn't, didn't. Probably not it's a good idea to start revising what you should say after he said it no, because, on a recording. No, because that's, it's part of the humour. This is just the, oh, the way the podcast rolls. It's not like the end of the light where it's all polished and I'll have my well, little... Uh, polished a bit. Polished, yeah, well. <laughs> Pushing it, I think. It's probably more entertaining than talking about Saturday, to be fair. Exactly. Craig Clark, as you can probably hear, oh, is in with us. And Andy Jaws. Do- Jaws? Jaws? <laughs> Andy Jaws. This, this, this is a start, yeah. Joe Dawson. Andy Dawson is in. I would, change, I would change my setting in by deed Porter Jaws. If you were darts player, would you go with Jaws, Andy? Yes. Yes. What what wasn't already a Swan? Wasn't already, swan? Wasn't already a Jaws? In darts. In darts, I don't know. That was uh, James Bond, I think. No, Colin. <laughs> Colin the somebody. Jaws. Colin somebody, was it? Colin the Shark Jaws. <laughs> no, <laughs> telling you. I'm going to have to have a thing about my Google it later on. Yeah. Just um, do it now? No. Won't yeah. miss you. <laughs> well... Like you know what, this we're like two minutes in and we're, we're putting off talking about the football already. We're starting better. to find do this every week. Ever done. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, um, I, I I don't know what any of you was thinking. Chip in as you please here, but I went away after the game on on Saturday and it was probably the most gutted and disappointed I'd been in a long time. And I'm talking like maybe derby defeat disappointment for the fact that we now appreciate and realise that we're going to have to set up like this. <laughs> under Allardyce against certain teams who were better than us, which Southampton were. We said how fast they were going to move the ball about, and they did. We were clearly standing off them in certain areas, and it was painful to watch as a fan, and I was so disappointed because if you're going to go through all of that, you want to get a point out of it, and I could have just killed Jan Villa for that. I don't care how good he is, and he's been great this season. That was just ridiculous. He might as well have just jumped and caught across into the box for me, given that penalty away, going to ground in the box there. Is it just me? Am I just losing sight of it? I was just. I was. The thing about a performance like that is, you can accept it if you if you get a result. Exactly. Um, and you can't when. I think that's just. It's just Sunderland's season. It's like you. You can't. You you just can't legislate for the the mistakes sometimes, and you know we've seen systems expose players, but the system was specifically designed not to expose anybody, on uh, on Saturday, and then. When in, I mean, you could see it. It was like slow yeah. motion when he was running towards. It was like he's <laughs> he gonna, was coming, he knew like, exactly what he was going to do. If it, was a, if it was a film, there would have been the slow motion bit yeah. of the fans going, no, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, it kind of, my brother-in-law sitting next to us went like... Everybody actually shouted, don't, 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 don't do it, don't do it. Yeah. And it was like, well, I mean, I, I've not seen it back and a few people were kind of saying, 
he took a dive and maybe he did. Wait, but wait, he knocked the ball around him and then just got fouled. But it, exactly, because I mean, because he, he could see it coming I know, and he it, was looking the other way. And, uh, I mean, I was 120 yards away down the other end of the ground, and the bloke next to me just went stonewall. <laughs> so, yeah, I was There's right. No back, doubt about uh, it. We were but right. That, back that makes it frustrating, though, doesn't it? Because Gareth touched on the point the other week, saying that had Allardyce slowly starting to get points on the board, then this will be more acceptable. We're already like only four games in. Say, for example, I mean, it was an individual mistake slash a referee error that cost us a deserved point of West Brom. Mm. On Saturday, an individual mistake as well cost us a point. That would be eight points. You'd be level with Bournemouth, a couple behind Newcastle. Allardyce would have then drew 2-1-1, lost one, and people would be a little bit on board when they're saying that, you we understand what's happening here because he's putting points on the board and makes it harder, doesn't it, when, when you're not getting anything? I'm still trying to be positive about it because at the end of the day, we could have quite easily got a point out of that. You know, Apart from Villa's you know, horrendous error of judgment, you know, um, they weren't threatening us all that much, I didn't think. The first 20 minutes, I thought they could have had two or three goals and then we seemed to, we seemed to sort it out and suss it out a bit. But then, mm. you know... There was, there was a, obviously a couple off the line as well in the second half, but I, I like you. It was it was just a mind-numbingly yes. boring game, and again, like you say, that's fine if you come away with a yeah. point. Yeah, I'm, I'm all in favour of that. Sort exactly. Of thing. I don't I, want to be entertained. That's one point. <laughs> At the minute, though, it's true. If you win, you don't care how it comes. And you could see early on exactly what the strategy was because I think Steve uh, Steve Davis picked the ball up a lot, um, and three players around him were standing off him because. Of, Clearly, the tactic was well. He's not going to do anything at this area of the field, and it was almost like a force field around him. He had that much room, but they were happy just to sit because he wasn't going anywhere with it. No. Some people clicked onto that straight away. A lot of the crowd didn't, and started screaming at him yeah. to close him down. People are going to have to sort of educate themselves a little bit. I don't want to sound like Gus Poyet here, but well, people are going to have to get used to it. Back, if anything, go, it's it's weird, isn't it? How that's as close to a a Poyet performance that you would you'd say. In, in terms of the the way they set up, um, and you know people didn't like it, um, and the argument was, oh, we need to be doing better, we need to be you know more attacking or whatever. Well, we've had to bring somebody in, like <laughs> another manager down the line after Gus, to try and go back to what Poyet was doing to try and get results. I think that tells you everything you need to know. Like, well, the state of the, the squad, it, there's yeah, just I mean, no I mean, Poyet, I mean, Poyet, the, the thing with Poyet is, you can argue, he had the opportunity to work with Congdon to try and buy players to make the team better, and he didn't do that. So, but then you could, and, see it, you could also say Congdon hasn't done his job properly either. No, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, yeah. you know, the, that Poyet had the chance to move the team on with resources, and he didn't. So yeah. he can be criticised in, in, in that respect, but, you know, how many managers have come and set up Defensively, because that's, 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 nailed, that's exactly that's the only yeah. that's all because they think well, this is the only way this team can get points. And then you go to Everton. I, I mean, know. we were talking about this after the game, and then Chris Young did a bit in the echo about it, saying how it's it's one or the other. It's like schizophrenia. Yeah, you, you either it? sit, you either sit in, and then get beaten one nil after you've made a, a daft mistake, or you play open and you get absolutely smashed. You know, four two, six two. You know, we've we've seen a six three. We won that game at uh, against Exeter. Well, I tell you what. Another thing that's interesting. I mean, you talk about like being sort of ripped apart, but and he, he's commenting the week saying about like I know who I can trust and who I can't. Well, it's interesting that he started Tyven, but Lens has been nowhere near the team. Mm. Both Larson, Larson's, Larson's exact, disappeared. I've had this exact conversation before we come in, and Larson's the one 
That's a I was just saying to Gareth, yeah, we all we all called Larson to be an Allardyce sort of player straight away, somebody who... With all... set-piece ability, if nothing but else. It, yeah, but previous managers count on. I guess Andy, though, we were saying, he's at an age now, Larson, he's about 30, isn't he? Yeah. Sometimes players that, can get to this age and their, and their condition and their ability can suddenly deteriorate and we don't see what's happening on the training ground because Advocat, with Johnson, aren't Advocat froze him out and now um, Allardyce is freezing him out. Look at someone like Joe Cole, how how quickly they he's fallen from grace yeah. and... I guess we don't always say in the training ground. Or, I mean, because it just seemed baffling, Andy, that Larson would be nowhere near the team. Larson must be really not doing the business in training if he's out with the team and Tyvenon's in. Because I thought Tyvenon was diabolical first half on Saturday. I think it's two games in a row as well that like he's played in and not performed and anywhere would, near an acceptable you know, level. If we're going to be hitting long balls to Fletcher to win in the air, I want to say Tyvenon busting a gut to try and get in and around him. If, he, if and when Fletcher gets any knockdowns and he was just nowhere near I, I didn't even say Tyvon and Brick it's quite funny isn't it that you, when you look at the squad well I don't know if funny is the right word but <laughs> you look might at as it, well laugh <laughs> and you see the players they've got across the front in Fletcher Defoe Johnson Tyvon and Graham, Graham <laughs> Lentz Barini can't play any of them anywhere. Jack Rini's gone out on loan somebody who actually did really well when he played as like a number 10 off the uh, front yeah. man he's gone like you'd think he'd be the player if you want to put somebody like right up with the front man to win flick like to get in on flick ons and that and just stick around up there, he'd be that sort of player. He's not here. Well, he's gone. I mean I'm not saying <laughs> that he was he's I'm not saying oh Jack Rini is the answer or anything. It's just, no. it's just we've got all these players and nobody can find a way to use him effectively. Could I mean, Johnson not play behind <laughs> well, he's tried you what, he would have at half time he would have been long gone for me. On but Saturday, I, mean, I thought he was atrocious. Second half, he, he was the most likely to create something, which says quite a lot about the rest <clears> of them. So more was than a brilliant, it does about it was a brilliant him. bit in yeah. the second half where he nearly fell over and like ended up beating three players. <laughs> that was the best thing he did yeah. all the game. He free was, kick, the free kick. Was well, it? Uh, the free kick was good, but you know, it's a, a, it's a dead ball. And I, I just think, like, I'm not, I'm not he was lucky. Like, I, know, I know, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> It's been gruel, isn't it? It's like, yeah. well, he did a good free kick. Yeah. <laughs> he kicked the ball. He kicked the <laughs> ball 30 yards near a goal. I would say the best player on the pitch for us was Kabul, probably. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, and, and, and obviously, it makes a huge difference. Honourable mention for yes. Fletcher, I think, as well. Which, I mean, we'll come on to substitution mm. scene, you know. I'd had Dick after Alan Clark's head, as well, remember. Yeah. <laughs> no, but Allardyce there made even more bemusing substitutions, arguably, than any advocate made. I don't understand why you'd end up with Defoe on the pitch without Fletcher when Fletcher, unless he's picking up a knock or something mm. that we don't know I thought about. that could perhaps only be the reason. Because well, you end <laughs> up with a sort of front two of Watmore and Defoe when and you're hitting it long. You, also, you, like, what's the point? Th- he was going to make that substitution for ages and then th- we then conceded the, the goal and then, I mean, did it anyway. <laughs> I mean, you got to ask, you know, could he have stopped that substitution and had another few minutes no. to have a think? It makes you think Fletcher might have been injured. Even so, why would you take Fletcher off and put? It was a brave decision not to, not to start with with Defoe mm-hmm. and Fletcher as well, Craig, wasn't it? I think because uh, you, well, you looked at that was one of the positives you, you you took from the Everton game and the Newcastle game, what? where you saw the way those two linked up. There's been this cry from the terraces for like what seems like forever for Watmore to start and then in a time when probably most of the crowd wouldn't have started Watmore and they would have went with a Fletcher and Defoe mm. thing he I think suddenly a lot makes of them would call. have started him but the problem is that's not the problem position and frankly I'm not criticising him he's a kid but he's a player to bring off the bench he looks much more threatening and effective when he comes off the bench I mean, he did stretched. well after five, ten, for 5 or 10 minutes 
then uh, Font or Yoshida, but both of them sort of found him out, and he wasn't the only one. Like, but he, he just didn't look he like didn't he knew where to be. Like, to be fair, like, no, he didn't. He didn't have a lot to work with. He didn't. Did he? No, but I'd, I'd be loath to judge I'm him. I'm not on criticizing that or judging him. I just don't think he should be starting games yet when he, he looks so threatening off the bench. Mm-hmm. Like he's a surprise element off the bench. He really certainly would have been a little bit surprised at that. He, he was dreadful thought. when he came. No, he on, was. He? Yeah, he had that what, the only but, shot on target though. Mm. Again, I'm pick like you were saying. Yeah, you're, you're clutching straws for anything positive, and he. Well, you, does anyone want to talk about his <laughs> signing in the summer? I mean, it's not looking particularly great so at the far. Moment, at I the moment, I think He didn't start well. kicking on until December last no, time. Very and, true, he, and he was out, for, like he's been out mm. quite a while, really, hasn't he? But they spent a lot of money. They on did him. spend a lot of money. My overriding fear has been this season that we don't seem to have the personnel for whichever system we want to play, and it doesn't even matter which system we're trying to play. We just don't seem to have the right players to be able to knit together. I agree with that and, wholeheartedly. And, and, and it's interesting that Allardyce has come out since after this game, and he's saying he's almost sort of apologising for not changing it quickly. He's saying there's there's only so much information I can give these players. Yeah. I can't overload them with it. And it's got to come week by week by week. But what you hope for is that you pick up the odd point in the week in those weeks as it's going along. And he's sending it to their phones as well, isn't he? So hopefully it's not getting lost in among all the Snapchat and all that stuff. <laughs> all the banter. Yeah, all the banter. Uh, all the banter. Well, did, did you around. see that? In the, uh, apparently, Patrick Bamford's been saying the thirty-yard <clears> loan play, loaned out players from Chelsea have got a group WhatsApp. But <laughs> the banter's <laughs> flowing in that group me. chat. But it's Jesus just called Christ. I don't know, like loan bants or something. Patrick <laughs> Bantsford. <laughs> yeah, yeah that was be better called. than Mike. Maybe Tyrell. Zara Dice needs to get it translated into bant form before we <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They'll be able to understand yeah. it a bit better. Yeah, that's what he <laughs> should do. Yeah. Is Zara getting closer to talking about the deep underlying problem at the club yet? Well, you, I'm going to keep asking this every week well, because it's on the way, isn't it? It's yeah. coming. You, you mentioned uh, it's imminent. about like Poyet, Gareth, and like how he's, that was as close to a sort of Poyet setup. Well, it's like a microcosm of the end of Poyetrian so far. Mm. Right, I've got these two <clears> strikers who were good. Uh, how do I get them in the team together? That hasn't worked, so I'll go back to playing Fletcher up front. Oh, no, he's isolated. And yet, like you've just said, Andy, you can't play a standard 4 4 2 because we haven't got the wingers for it. We'll try and play 4 3 3, it's not working. I mean, you can recycle and go through a different number 10s, but it just looks like. A bit hopeless, really, isn't it? Too many <laughs> square pegs and round holes. It's just odd. I mean, the the fact that they've got Rodwell on the bench, Defoe on the bench, Lentz on the bench, and Barini on the bench, who you're looking at, uh, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money on the bench. That's yeah. some Sunderland's last five seasons up that long, and, isn't and, it? And, you know, the, you look at that and, you know, you, I mean, maybe Barini would have started if he was fit. Lentz mm. is probably... Would probably be our record signing if you if you total up if he you know tri- I'm sure if he triggers his release well sorry triggers his um, clauses or whatever in his contract you probably not like he's going to do that in thirteen to fifteen million quid and he would he what? would be Sunderland's record signing is that what he's worth is it goes it? up to thirteen I think. I think it goes up to thirteen that's the maximum that rise is, is there an option to buy with him Villa at the end of the season there is I think yeah but well he's been dragged down <laughs> to the level. Well, no, I think you know, Mvio was was all right at the weekend. Mm. I think you know, one missed Catamall in there, especially when, uh, <clears throat> especially when, um, you know, we were in that type of game. I mean, Gomez didn't really impact the game, did he? Um, and he's the one you're thinking, well, let's get him on the ball. Toivonen, yeah, he's kind of like scapegoat of the month now. It, like 
PV is like managed to get him wriggle himself uh, away, <laughs> and now Tyvenin's you know overtaking that. There's crown. a reason for these things, though. There, there is, there is, but <clears throat> let's remember he's somebody again who. He, he, against Newcastle, he was coming back from an injury, and against well, he's against, put him back in again. He has put him a back in. Thing, it is it? surprising. I mean, when it's going back to that comment about him saying he's going to play, he's got he's, he kind of knows which players he wants <clears> to use. <throat> Tyvenin's been straight in on both occasions. Now is that because of the physicality? Well, yeah, he got told by West Ham fans. Pretty, let's, pretty, let's be fair. We praised him. Early. We, we praised him early doors yeah, in, was, on this, was, and you you were quite I, excited. But yes, I, was. I think there, there, was logic, game, yeah. there was logic to it. It wasn't about him as a player. It was and when when you go back to square pegs and round holes or, or whatever. He was a player where they thought, well, we'll put him at the top of the midfield, and he did. He did he move did. us up the he pitch. Did, yeah. Well, that's the, it. He does. He does fit the bill for where he's playing, for what we're looking for. But he just hasn't delivered for the last. No, so is that down to his physical really. condition, or perhaps I'm thinking because I, I mean, I'm not just d- defending myself here because I was sort of waxing lyrical about him after the other league game, but he doesn't look fit. And on the other hand, we were told by West Ham fans pretty soon after Allardyce arrived that. When he looks at his central midfielders, he looks for big, strong lads. Yeah. And until he can sign some, he's gonna he's gonna try and do that. Which means, which would imply, Tyvenin's gonna play for the false able. Whether well, we like it or not. Well, not in there because I would have thought Rodwell's pretty much in that category as well. He's, he would, in theory, isn't he? But he, does, he doesn't put himself about. Because one thing you would well, say about Tyvenin, yeah, do, I know, I know. It's I just thought there was a, there was a, there was a spell in the first half where Tyvenin started winning a lot of second balls in the air and headers, and I thought this is why he's in the team. Mm. I mean, the, the thing that I think the point Andy made earlier about you know it's all very well Fletcher winning the flick-ons, but there's nobody around him, and it happened in the first half against Newcastle as well. They were winning every header, him and him and Tyvenin win every ball in the air, but there's nobody picking up the second ball. I thought, I think Fletcher's been, you know, the last six weeks is, I mean, what an improvement. <clears throat> I mean, he, he almost looks better. Than he did when he first signed in terms of his general play, because when yeah. he first came, he he had about six shots and scored six goals, didn't he? Mm. Um, and the yeah. system of playing, you can't fault him because he's doing exactly what you want him to do. But uh, second half again, when Barini came on, Tyven and went off, Barini was seemed to be twenty meters away from where yeah. Fletcher was winning the headers. So, I mean, it, it's it's the the issue. It's you know, retaining the ball. You know, just sometimes you just think, just calm down. I think we had something like thirty-five percent possession. Yeah. I mean, can't, you just need to calm down sometimes and hold it. Yeah. I mean, the problem. One of the problems there is that Johnson is really bad in his own when he's near his own box. When he gets when he gets when when he receives a ball in the corner. So once he's like tracked back, well, token gesture, run into a space where it makes it look like he's tracking back, um, mm. which he does a lot of if you watch him. You know, Johnson, it's absolutely disgusting. Like there's some of. He what he he jogs to an area near the box that's about ten yards from the fullback and watches the game. <laughs> he does like if you want it, it, it's terrible. He does it every time, and it's it looks like he's tracking back, but he's not. He's he's just jogging for whatever reason that is. But when he gets the ball in the corner when we're defending, he ends up with his back to the play, and then he's trying to like turn out turn out to get to give the ball to somebody else. We end up giving the ball away. We've given goals away like that before. Remember. Bradford in the cup last he gave it away mm. in that area and the concede you know if you can't get out you got a problem so it's just a lack of composure why there's a lack of composure if they're being told to just you know clear the lines is it just you know panic Johnson's almost like what more for me he's someone that should be coming on with 20 minutes to go and trying to change the uh, change the tempo of the game and trying to kick us on towards the end because if you start and, and you're trying to start strong and you're trying to hold what you've got for the first 60, 70 minutes, which looks like what we're going to try and do, 
he doesn't fit into that. The problem is, like you've already said, I think, <laughs> who does, mm. in a sense, yeah. in those that are Barini, he's and got you, the work rate. And you do need some creativity in there, and there's not many yeah, who have well, we, who That's the it. thing, we've never, ever solved that creativity thing. Like, well, we Le- thought, Lentz we looked, thought Lentz might well, he, be the he, one, he does create we? chances, but my issue with him, which has come up a few times, obviously amongst others, is he, it's not just his work rate going backwards, it's his general attitude mm. off the ball. He doesn't really move very well off it, he doesn't really create space. And then there is moments where he just looks like, like it's just disgusting. Like yeah. off, you know, he's off the pitch, just standing there, strolling back. You know, the game's back in play. So you can't get away with yeah. that in, he's in an this awful, league. Awful tackler as well when he does get involved. Yeah. I mean, he, he does get it in before the yeah. um, game he got sent off in the West Ham game. I think we've been sat next to each other before, and I've said like to you, like, oh, he'll get himself sent off. Yeah, like the. He, he gets book like he always gets stupid bookings because he wants to you know dive in, like it's overzealous. And then you know we saw it against West Ham, and the frustrating thing about that is he lo- he was looking quite good, <laughs> and like he got himself Aye. sent off, dropped for the West. Well, not couldn't play yep. in the West Brom game. Game comes back in the derby. I tell you what, it is glame, isn't it? It's, a, it's lame. Glame, it is glame. So two yeah. weeks on from the derby win, and so far today we've said nothing positive whatsoever. But, but that's why change your habit? Run out. Change your habit. Run out. Oh, yeah. Always the way it is. Why change your habit of a lifetime? We'll try and... those listening figures. <laughs> sort through them. We'll try and say more positive stuff, though. I can't guarantee it uh, when we come back. Right, we said that when we come back, we're going to try and be more positive. So, being positive, Southampton were a bloody good team, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Do you like that scene of um, Mike Bassett, England manager, when they're saying, when he's saying, uh, what was his assistant call again? Dodsey. And uh, they've just been stuffed off, off Mexico. And yeah. he's like, say something positive. And he's like, well, a positive thing that Gonzalez is a bloody good player, isn't <laughs> yeah. he? And he started to start giving three cheese for Gonzalez. That, that That's what you feel like. Bad, when they said that he's a cracking player, that's played yeah, a last guy. Yeah, yeah. And, well, but, I'll I mean, tell you what, Van Dyke. I mean, uh, well, that I was just going to say, Van Dyke. Well, right, we were linked with him for however long it was. Don't you just know that if we signed him, he would have been atrocious? He, he would have been awful. And then he goes there. And that was looks... that is banter, that isn't it though. That on the I thought that was the very definition of football banter. There, he was just like strolling around doing his thing, <laughs> and he was just like what a sign, what a sign, what a sign for, so well, what sign for these. Yeah. Yeah. No, text one of his so. mates afterwards, won't he? I nearly, yeah. I nearly signed for these. Lol. Lol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on his group chat. Is uh, uh, yeah. South... probably in a group chat yeah. with Lentz and like a couple of the yeah, other like Dutch, Dutch lads, like Jordy Classy. Him and Jordy Classy are just like lolling. Load those crying, <laughs> smiley faces, loads of them. Yeah. In the group there would be. Aye. We've moved on from lols and lamaus, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, it would we've now got crying things. crying, laughing things. I think we getting on to the, the Sunland players again, Gareth, we've <clears throat> made the point about Quatez before how he kinda looks alright when he has Kabul or shit holes on. I think that was a bit evident as well. That, that they look quite comfortable. Well, I know Southampton did get in a couple of times. I don't know what had, you Periscope on Periscope, and I don't know what you guys thought of quite there's Look at that embracing <laughs> hashtag social media. Um, You've got to remember someone's going to listen to this back in exactly. QR audio yeah, form, yeah, so yeah, yeah. people are asking some right. stuff on, on the in the Periscope. We're across the, uh, um, we're across the boundaries. But yeah, well, here's, of, here's a question. Well, okay. Obviously, people on Periscope don't know what we've been talking about yet on the recorded thing, but someone's saying uh, it's Mikey Scott, Jeremy and Lenz out of favour or unfit. 
Mm, unfit. Well, I mean, we didn't discuss what whether he's unfit. What do you think, Andy? Favor, I think. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Allardyce looking for a reaction from from Lent, I think. Oh, I mean, let's that, be honest. Disappointment, <laughs> probably. That's a reaction. What we think about him? His performance in the derby was pretty disgraceful, wasn't it? And he's not he's not done enough to say you know you've got to start me. I don't think. Could anyway. he play, could he play in that ten if you if you if you're gonna because we we're, what we're saying now that. See the thing that annoys about Johnson in that when he got moved inside because I, th- I thought you don't deserve to mo- get played there. Like when he <laughs> when he got when he was playing wide, I thought he was so awful, and then he got moved inside and it was like, it's not on because I just like playing a number ten, is like the complete complement of a footballer. I think it's like you're going, you can go in there and you can just do whatever you want because <laughs> he's so good. You're going to create something, and like he got moved in there after a disgusting first half performance <laughs> and continued it on. And like it really irritated us. I thought you don't deserve to play as a number ten. Mm. The way, the amount of times you get the ball away. You know what I'm getting worried about? It's sort of giving <laughs> well, me flashbacks. Well, to I've the, got a list. No, but it's giving me flashbacks <laughs> to the sort of um, the Howard Wilkinson era when uh, yeah, when, when when he came. No, but you know when he came and 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 Peter Reid, we had this attacking free flowing team. Then we finished off fourth bottom, but it was the same players more or less. And it just wasn't quite working. And he came and he just. He moved people about. Mickey Gray went back onto the wing. Kilban played centre midfield. Yeah. He played Proctor on the right for a bit, which right he's still wing back. right wing back, which he still sort of scratches his head about now. Well, and it's it's. <laughs> I'm not saying it's going to be like that because Allardyce, you know, has got the track record for. I'm not suddenly starting to say I'm, I'm I'm not on side with that, but it just reminds me of that where you're searching for something all the time, and yet you keep the, the longer it goes on without a win, the confidence just goes down. Mistakes are going to keep that happening. Was, that was exactly what happened with us because we had that season where we finished, was it 17th? Yes. Before we yes. relegated. We, and we, we, we were in yeah. that tailspin of, of, of sub-mediocrity and we're there now, but we've been there for four or five years now. Good, yeah. get out of it. Good <laughs> it. So, someone's asking, uh, yeah, it's like change attack from the from the Wilco stuff. But, there should uh, be a, a Wilco era emoji, shouldn't there? Like, mm, yeah, <laughs> just an <laughs> image of... I don't know what it would be. There's an old... There's an old um, Photo of a stadium of light, which I remember was was remember was ruined because he was a manager mm. at the time. That's got his signature on, and it's like oh, I don't right. even know where that is now. I would have kept God. it if it was any other manager, but, but him. <laughs> okay, well here's a question: Does, Can anyone see um, Stephen Fletcher being sold in January to fund any transfers? Obviously, his contract up. I mean, that would be a very sudden thing to do, wouldn't yeah. it? You, you would a player comes him, into yeah. form and then you sell him. Yeah, I wouldn't rule it out if Allardyce had somebody in mind to. To bring in a and, I mean, um, he's available. Well, he's available now, isn't he? Released by Swansea today. So he's where you can get a free. Us, Damaged goods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, we're hoping. You know, we hope yeah. to get the best out of him. Mm. He'll play in that number the, ten. The, the spin will be yeah. like we'll just talk about that great season he had three years ago. Well, he, had, he scored a lot of goals in his second season as well, and then he got injured. He started well, then got injured, and then he's never quite recovered, does he? Which um, is a real shame because he was a he was class, wasn't he? Who Fletcher? No, Michu. So Michu. Yeah. Well, Fletcher was as well actually yeah, before Fletcher he got injured, ironically. Well. But I mean, he he would be a good player for that num- like for that role. But well, it's, uh, it's someone else is asking. But there's a reason. Enough, there's a reason he's not playing at Swansea. Yeah, yeah. Like what we're saying about Larson now. There's a reason yeah. why he's different managers. Yeah. Like. There's a reason why different managers are coming to Swansea. It might be a bit complicated. It might be a bit complicated. That I think it's a it's a. I don't. It's not not different managers are coming. It's just it's just one. It's it's just Monk came in after Loudrup. So Getting back to Fletcher though, if you were to sell him in January, how much would you realistically get from? That's the yeah. problem. Exactly. A couple, a couple of million, million. two or three million. million. It's not worth. That it's would not it, that would, the if they do the whole 
player amortisation is that the word I can't oh it's to do with uh, like so if you uh, sign a player yeah. for 12 million quid over four years he's worth three million quid a year so he depreciates three million pounds so i guess if you got three million pounds back from in january you technically you would have uh, mm. made one and a half million yeah, no. yeah i see what you're seeing but it, on it yeah. on his on the deal um <clears throat> the fact is, he hasn't produced, has well, he, for a long it, time? And but now he looks, he looks he's great. About him being one of our most effective players. At the and and yeah. the question is, if you do sell him, someone saying he thinks that we need to strengthen midfield. Well, I think we've got a lot of midfielders. We've got a lot of forwards. Personally, I would Will say it's the, the defence. Yeah. Well, mm. yeah, there is that. There's, it always happens, doesn't <laughs> it? We get a transfer That's what we well, keep uh, trying to do, don't we? That's that's the problem. It's the spine of a team. Managers historically like to put their own spine of a team in, and Allardyce would certainly uh, would <laughs> certainly <laughs> strike me as, of that. As, as, as one I mean, of those people. Yeah, he's the periscope. It's just too much. Too much. Harder, harder focus on the chat and do that. Too much. And also, I felt like we're shoving the questions in. This is, a, right. a, a very, this is a very experimental podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the Beatles went somebody who's never heard of Periscope and now sitting listening and thinking, well, then they should find things. out yeah. what Periscope yeah. is from mm. this podcast. And follow us on Wise Men. I feel like I'm doing an advert for Periscope. The, uh, how you do Periscope that. would like to give me some free Periscope. I don't know the questions sounded that bad there, No, they didn't. But Anadise would say, wouldn't he? You would say spine of a side. He clearly has contacts regarding the transfer market because wherever mm. he's been, I don't want to say he's a whaler and dealer because uh, no. you saw the way Redknapp kicked off when he got a, he got accused of, <laughs> of being a whaler and dealer. But he's before. not here, so you can say what you want. I know. Well, he might listen, you know, and, and, and tweet. Who? Harry hey, Redknapp. Yeah, oh, I think he's, he, we should he's a tweet start at them, shouldn't we? At them and things. At, at Big Sam. Listen to our podcast. We mentioned and then like, yeah, we mentioned. Him in, yeah. yeah. Want to hear what we said about <laughs> at Big Sam official? That is the thing. I wonder if he's on Periscope in the house, just him, like him in his dinner. Jug of gravy, <laughs> just neck and mashed potatoes. <laughs> what was the point? I'm just saying about improving the spider side because it, it's good. Gareth was making the point again before we come on. You need to be in touch. It's all right saying we're going to have 20 million quid to spend. Uh, I was reading well, somewhere we're not today. We're not. In, no, but but see, yeah, that's true. <laughs> It's all, that's all right. You need to be within touching distance, don't you? And it's all well. And, I mean, you're looking at the minute and Villa are struggling equally, and Bournemouth look like they're going to start struggling equally. Well, they already but are. But you still need, yeah. But you still need another side to overtake, don't you? Because the three of us could just end up cut adrift, and that's well, not good to anybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess it's incredible, so, yeah. that. Isn't it? uh, yeah, it is fascinating what's going on there, mind. But it just goes to show you, doesn't it? Though that you can have all the quality players in the world and. But they Imagine will the banter flying around about that in the group. Well, that's it. Lone players. Ba- Bansford will be. Uh, they'll, they'll be yeah, like, he'll he's, like he's a do a job. They're yeah. flying. Uh, you know, <laughs> not, not, he's not kicking the ball, is he? Uh, yeah, he doesn't even have to play it. The Chelsea yeah, podcast won't yeah. know how to react to this. No. If they want to do some research, just listen to always every week. Yeah. Yeah. We can tell you how to discuss losing yeah, games and analyse. Why? For 45 minutes, twice a week. What you find is you get a lot of that, what they call gallows humour, don't you? When you when you lose, you got no else to laugh at. I don't think Chelsea fans strike me as a sort of would buy into that sort of thing. No, maybe That's not. That's what they say about podcasts, though, isn't it? You've got to judge them on how they do when they're losing rather than when they're winning. Back to those listening <laughs> yeah. figures. This one's definitely gone down an experimental I think you route. judge it on how many ty- how many people view a Periscope the first time you do it. In 98 we got, so I think that's pretty good. I think that means we're probably <laughs> the best podcast in the world. <laughs> I, I'm not... Don't quote me on that. I'm just saying... I haven't got the figures in front of us, but... That's what I think, anyway. But it's the start of November and we're five points behind Chelsea, so you would have took that in August. Absolutely. Can we talk Reaching about Quattas? Can we talk about Quattas? Can we talk about Quattas? Big fan, are you? 
So I saw some people actually say that they thought he had a good game. Fair, that's, that's I think it was all cleared one off the line. Well. Cleared that mm. one off the line. If you're a centre back and you ball watch all the time, <laughs> is that a good thing to have a centre back do? Like if you are a professional, if you played centre back <laughs> and that's one of the things you do. Like Curie, that's like number one. It sounds one. like a loaded question. Like you already have an opinion about this. Yeah. So I was like, I was the, see how these rhetoric questions are. What, it was what's just, happening? Like it's incredible. <laughs> like the amount the ball comes into the box and he doesn't react. He like watches. Like he looks behind him and there's like a striker like through on goal and he's like, oh, like did you not I, think like that's like football one or one? My, the my other players on the other team. <laughs> Are trying to do goals. That's just ability, Stop them. That's ability levels, or isn't it? My but other favourite thing he does is the speed of the game. It's, it's part well, of being a like ball in the box. <laughs> it's not even about the speed. a ball comes into the box. Put your head where the ball is. Don't let it drop. What about his slow mo diving? I like that. Sometimes he connects and he wins the ball, but other times he like wipes the player out or just misses everything. But it like seems to t- he comes charging <laughs> through. This should be on the periscope. Yeah. Like sort of like two. I, I, I can't really explain what it is, but it's crap. It's not very good. Yeah, something that <laughs> somebody does. I don't know about you, but I, I think he looks like a lower level defender. Like he belongs fourth, in the championship. He's fourth choice yeah. centre back. That's what he is. He's he had half a dozen decent games again the last season, mm. including a blinder at Arsenal, mm. and and we've bought them solely on that yeah. small run of form. Would anyone here say that Virginia is a worse footballer than him? Because I'm not having it. It's two bald men fighting over a comb, though, isn't it? Well, well, we, we could, could get we on Periscope. <laughs> Be like that celebrity death match, remember that? Yeah. The plasticine thing. Harry, if there is a new social media thing where you can, um, like, tr- like Tinder, but for fighting. Have you seen that? Rumbler. Rumbler? Is that what it's yes. called? Yeah. I'm not, oh, yeah, sure. I knew he I'm not sure how legit it is. I think it might be someone having a bit of a giggle. But it's a good it's, laugh, uh, though. It's a bit Nathan Barley, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I don't that. think it's appeared yeah. in the App Store just yet. But... <laughs> I hope so. But I'm we'll be campaigning get on for it, yeah. yeah. You, we could get like other, other podcasts fit, or, and yeah. fight them up. The thing Great. is, what, what's interesting is this, this is the, you know, I don't think we've ever spent as many minutes in a podcast sort of not talking about the game. There's nothing this is. <laughs> but no, but this what I'm about to say, is Sorry, that reflective Steve. no, is that reflective of like Listen the, mo- the mood perhaps? Is that reflective of the mood perhaps is, on the yeah. terrace? Because I know that people have been saying, you know, they've um, been turning off for a while and stuff, but as we turning the podcast off. <laughs> Listen I've He's getting text messages. I've, I've, I can't listen anymore. It's too it's a hard. Periscope thing, isn't it? It's too hard. They're just tuning in to tell us that they're turning no, off. No. But, um, I'm looking but, at your, I'm looking at your mentions on Twitter at the minute, and there's nothing like. <laughs> I'll, I'll be the judge of that. There's no response to the periscope thing at all. But I mean, it's not going down well. But what we're saying is, look, if we could just finish the last five minutes. No, Allardyce is going to do this, and we know he is. He's going to set up like this. Against sides mm. that are better better than us, and that's everyone, most then, yeah. of the league. Let's everyone. be fair. And leagues below. And <laughs> one thing <laughs> that was was evident <laughs> when Martin O'Neill was manager was attendances dropped yeah. towards the end. Yeah, below forty thousand. Um, I remember I was I was surprised if a day when I looked at that midweek game when we beat Norwich and we played well three yeah, now and there was something like thirty six thousand there. And then you go back to the McCarthy days when you know got mm. relegated. There was forty odd thousand last game against Arsenal, and then turned up start of this next season about twenty, twenty two, twenty three thousand there. And that's where the football does come into it, isn't it? Because under Poyet, okay. I always felt some people kind of believed in him, and that, that we just felt that we were just short. Next week we'll get it right. We'll start being consistent. I always felt that with Poyet, mm. where now people might be looking. Everything's getting tried. 
individual mistakes are costing us games, and that those are the hallmarks of a side that get relegated historically. Just, I mean, the sad Certainly thing, the sad thing about mm. it. I mean, one of the many sad things about it is you look at Poyet. He was probably the closest we've got to putting in that foundation for this new mm. system. So a manager who had a plan and idea, and he wanted to come in, and he wanted to do this, and the idea was that we'd he'd move on and then eventually and would get somebody else who could just pick up where he where he left and but the problem is because we've always been you know firefighting the person who comes in has got to do a job to get us away from the relegation zone which negates the whole thing which then negates Congerton because no, he no longer becomes a person who's the the one who you know, keeps that continuity going. The one running in the background yeah. because every, every managerial appointment contradicts the whole point of having the system. So apart from Poyet, which is, it's just. But there wasn't even any any kind of continuity between Congerton and Poyet because Poyet no, arrived no. with his style of play that he knew and that he wanted to yeah. do. Congerton had whatever ideas he had. Ones that involved Chat Rodwell, apparently, which well, now yeah. to do with Poyet's style and, of play, was so it? So Congerton brought some players in. Obviously, <laughs> Poyet recruited um, the lads from Brighton. So there was no continuity there. We haven't got any now. We've got a manager who, kind of like Poyet, has arrived with an identity and a sort of football that we know what he's going to play, but it's just not as appealing as hmm. what we thought Poyet might bring. Well, he's, it's, it's, uh, he's going to set up in ways to to try and get results. That's what he's doing. That's all I want. I, just, yeah. I don't care how we do it. I don't care what it looks like. I just want to see points on the board. But then you've got to get the points. Hmm. and then That's yeah, the issue, isn't you know, it? You look at West Brom and you look at the Southampton game. We should be sitting on the points. Yeah, we should, we should really yeah. have two points out of those games, and we didn't get them because of mistakes. That is a worry, though, because yeah, that becomes yeah. more and more of a problem. That's the main point. Now, smashes your confidence. Of course, it does. And like you yeah, say, you're you it's concentration. Around, individual mistakes is just concentration. Yeah. And all it takes is one of those eleven players to let the concentration slip, and then you're in trouble. And 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 it's. A, that's where we are as a side almost. And Tim Sherwood was saying it before he got sacked at Villa. And you could almost relate to what he's saying being a Sunderland oh, fan. Because he came out after <laughs> the loss after the loss to Swansea, <laughs> he came out and he said, Unless all of our players are playing at maximum, we lose the game. And that's where we are at the minute as a side as well. I just uh, I think as well before Allardyce come in, like <clears throat> I think like a couple of people said, maybe you, Gareth, that we had the quality there. And I've always questioned that, and I continue. I do think, to, I do think there is. Yeah. I do think there's enough in the forward areas to. That my point is, you've. It's going to take time to get that balance, and there's there's a there is enough quality. I think when in that front, you could select a couple of players from that front six players or whatever we've got to get you a result in certain games because eventually one of them will do something positive. We've seen Lens. Yeah, he's been in and out, but. He scored a couple of goals. He's created a couple of no, goals. Yeah. Johnson scored. Defoe scored. Fletcher scored. <clears throat> yeah. There, there, there is something there. It's finding that balance yeah. because there's no, there's no link. It's like you either defend for your life and your forwards isolated, or you go all out and get, you know, leave yourself exposed. So there's got to be. He's got to find that balance. He's got to find a way to link that defensive play with an outlet. It's not like previous seasons where we've no. been trying to. Desperately get a goal from wherever we could, and we've had the likes of Josie Altidore running, mm. running around like a headless chicken. You know, we've scored a lot of goals this season yeah. by our standards, anyway. Yeah, yeah. But, 13, but I think. you could have just looked at the at the lineup on day one and gone, "There's nothing there defensively. Yeah, there's agree. not enough." I mean, it's a, it's a, I think you know, before like the a, season, yeah. I, I was screaming about the fact that you know not only were we signing Quetters, which I thought was a mistake, 
but Brown was the fourth choice defender in a rule where it looked like they didn't expect him to play. Now we've seen him come in. He's a rusty ladder. You know, it's just it's just finished. Also, you look where well, you look at Brown as well, and then you know, if you look at Larson, someone who signed a three-year contract in the summer, and he's can't get on the bench. Well, I'd have signed the contract. Well, <laughs> I know, but I'm just yeah. I'm just saying yeah. why why if if you if we're saying that Advocat wasn't somebody who was interested in using Larson for whatever reason, didn't why? he sign the contract when Advocat's future was up in the air though? So Congan's probably this is the done, problem. The whole yeah. bloody club's Congen's future's up in the air that. constantly, isn't it? Mm. It's just a mess. Like, like the three right backs on the books. One left back who's not no good at the minute. Whether he, whether he comes good again or not, it's not a team. If you're low on confidence and bang out of form, you don't get thrown into a team like this to get yourself some form back, do you? Because yeah. you're just gonna just gonna keep getting every team who comes up against Sunderland. See Patrick Van Arnold on the pitch and just target him every yeah. single time. So we've got Jones to play there, who's been okay, but I mean he's, he's Jones, not a left back. Is Jones he? is 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 solid. Um, and that's probably what we need at the moment. You know, it's going to be unspectacular, but he's he's going to sit there. You know, he, there's no he's he's you know Revier was an option in there, and he did all right playing left back. He was a bit better than Jones, I think, at left back. But you know, there there's another we we could have signed him, but then it would have been signing another another full back. You know, you'd have to question whether or not someone like Adam Matthews was the right player at the right time. I mean, he's you know yeah he got injured, but he didn't exactly. You know, look something when you he... take Phil Bartley back in a heartbeat, doesn't it? Oh, I, don't know, I, was, I don't know, I wouldn't well, go as far as that. <laughs> I was just thinking, that I, it's funny you mentioned Bardsley, because I, I was just thinking, you know, since there's not a lot to say about Saturday, I remember a time when Bardsley was playing left back, and we were all like talking about the, the balance of the back. team. Well, yeah. yeah, but I didn't really like it because he was coming in on his right foot yeah. and all that. And yet, we've not progressed one bit from that. No. And in fact, we're worse. Like whether he's better or not as an individual is kind of besides the point. We've just gone backwards completely to the point where Phil Bardsey at left back in this team wouldn't be the main problem. Whereas at one time, whether he brought balance to the side was the main issue because all right, we're in relegation battles, but it wasn't this bad, was it? The only thing we've done in terms of left back was get Alonso on loan for a few months, and that was decent. And then but then he had a spell. I mean. He had a, a negative spell in his time his, at Sunderland. His first month he struggled a bit. After his first couple of games, right, he, he had a good start. I think he and had then a dip, he like, dipped, and then yeah. he came back. But Relatively that's what's going to happen. In terms like, of what we've had, yeah, yeah. no, he did. Otherwise, otherwise, yeah. Yeah. that's we're, what's going to happen. We've been blessed with left backs. No, no, that's what's going to happen. Loaning them in. We're going to we're going <laughs> to end up we're going to end up in a situation with a load of players who are good for three or four games and then bad for three or four games because we're Sunderland and that's the plan. The players we're in the track now. The challenge is in January is to get somebody who. That who decent players who can perform consistently and deliver what Allardyce wants, and that's why it's vitally important that we're in touch at Christmas. Because yeah. I don't, if we're in the bottom three at Christmas, that doesn't bother us. We've been there, we've been bottom of the league at Christmas twice, I think, haven't we? Mm. And managed to get out of it, something ridiculous like that. You need to be in touch, but you need to be yeah. in touch. You need to be in touch. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, I think when we've been bottom, I don't think we've been for as far as six points adrift, even when we've been bottom at Christmas. And who's going to buy? Who's going to sell your good players in January? Well, you know that, uh, well, he's going to have to go abroad, isn't he? He's going to have to be clever. He's going to have to use his contacts. But he does. That, that's one thing that does I mean, make it feel a little bit yeah. positive, though. He's got a track record in, in the foreign transfer market, I think. I, I mean, I, mean he, it's fair to say, I don't know what his relationship with Diarme was like at West Ham. I don't know if they fell out when he left, but Diarme, I'd imagine he would be someone where he might think I might be able to get him in off Hull. Someone like that. Depends. Hull are flying yeah. high. Mm-hmm. They might com- command quite a bit. Hull's the Premier League, but, but they're not it. under pressure to sell. No. 
they're pushing for promotion. I think yeah. Hull are going to be all right. Do you know what? Starting to build up momentum. What, what, when you look at so Hull went down with with certain players and they've still got them. If Sunderland go down, we don't want to keep them. I know, but <laughs> the, the players we've got. You know, in the championship, would probably win the league at the Cantor. Then we'd get up. <laughs> I don't know about that. Me neither. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think they probably I think would. It's an attitude thing, right through mm. the club. Deep lying problem. That's it. We're going out really? on the yep. on the deep lying problem yeah. that everybody that's, that's just thinks. Is anyone still listening? <laughs> that's a question. It's a, new, it's a new position, like a deep lying midfielder or a deep lying striker. Yeah. We've just got like deep lying deep problems. We should definitely deep lying problems all over the pitch. We should definitely do a sweepstake on when Allardyce is going to yeah. come out and say that, like every manager before him. So maybe that's something we'll look into. For more positive, uplifting podcasting, <laughs> uh, join us on Thursday when we'll be back for oh, into the, the light. To mention the aircasting. Go on, then yeah. you'll do that quickly. Yeah, you'll notice we're, we're changing podcasts. Um, uh, feeds so um, th- will be, this Not one will content, be gone in a couple of weeks this, um, <laughs> this will be gone in a couple of weeks there will be adverts on it sorry if you go to wisemensay.co.uk there's a pinned article at the top of the page that gives you all of the uh, links um, to all the, all the new feed and everything but um, yeah that will be happening in the next few weeks so keep an eye out for that ok thanks for listening over and out